Hey guys, happy Monday and welcome back to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. I'm so excited to be here for another show this week and I'm even more excited because we are less than one month away from kicking off my very first boot camp. This is a live three-hour workshop based off of my best-selling book, Brand You Like a Boss. This event is designed for individuals who want to learn the strategies needed to take who you are as a person and flip it into an impactful and income-producing brand. Now, this is probably the most excited I've been about any project I've worked on in my eight, almost nine years of being in the entrepreneurial space. It's been a long time coming, and this boot camp is something that's been a huge desire of mine to put together since before I even wrote the Brand You Like a Boss book over a year and a half ago. This book was super successful, having made multiple Amazon bestsellers charts on the first day of its release, and a lot of you have gotten so many great results from reading it, but I felt like I needed to expand on that. I wanted to find a way to get in the room with you, the reader, and really give you something more hands-on where you could get that intimate attention needed to really put what you learned in the book to action. Now, at first I thought, well, I can just do an online program or course that could go more in depth about personal branding. But then I felt like, what's personal branding if it isn't personal, right? So that's when I made the decision to scrap the traditional style book tour and turn it into an opportunity for me to get up close and personal with my readers who were ready to take their personal brands to the next level with some intimate face-to-face interaction. At this boot camp, you'll get three live hours of training on what you need to either launch your personal brand or take your current brand to new heights. There will be special guests accompanying me on some of the tour stops, including the first one in Charleston. There's going to be a Q&A segment so that you can have the opportunity to get your questions answered without all of the fluff that tends to cloud the answers you've been looking for in a digital atmosphere. So we are kicking off the Brand You Like a Boss boot camp in my hometown of Charleston, South Carolina on Saturday, October 13th. And believe it or not, we are close to selling out of seats. So if you're in Charleston or surrounding areas, or if you want to travel to town for the boot camp, I invite you to visit brandyoulikeaboss.com forward slash boot camp to reserve your seat at the table. But even if you don't get a seat and you can't come to the live event, I'm going to drop some major strategies here in today's show so that you can still glow up. So listen and make sure to take tons of notes. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to Table Talk with Toddy, a podcast for millennials where we bring real life topics on the table for real talk. I am your host, Natasha Toddy Weston, lifestyle entrepreneur and three times best-selling author. I'm a sucker for business, branding, and self-development, but I created this space to escape from the worlds we create for ourselves on the daily. Table Talk with Toddy is the epitome of having the girl next door right in your back pocket. So kick back, pour up, and join me each week for real talk, current events, and powerful conversations about life, business, and all that other ish. All right, all right, all right. What is going on, y'all? It's me, your host, Natasha Toddy Weston, and I'm so excited about today's show. It's going to be super lit because I'm super motivated and pumped up. 
I just came off of an amazing weekend. I hope you guys have had a great weekend as well. It was a pretty busy weekend, honestly, but it was one of those weekends where it was super busy, but I feel really accomplished. So I hope you're feeling accomplished with me. So shout out to everyone who's listened to episode 50. You're the real MVPs. You guys gave me probably more feedback on that show than probably any other one. So y'all are really lit for that. Um, If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here for the next few moments. Don't forget to rate today's episode. Make sure you subscribe. And most importantly, please don't forget to leave a review. Reviews are amazing. Um... I'm able to share your feedback and thoughts for people who are looking for a new podcast show to subscribe to. Those reviews definitely help us out a lot. And I say us because y'all are part of this too. This ain't all about me now. I do this for y'all. So shout out to everybody, y'all. I'm so sorry if I sound maybe a little dry, but I'm just like kind of getting over a little cold and Tyler still has his. So my voice just seems like it can't get much life. Not to mention, I did just speak on a panel um, over the weekend here in Charleston. So it's been a busy weekend, and a lot of this is just tiredness in my voice. But nonetheless, I'm excited about today's show. If you have not had a chance to listen to episode 50, we talked about Jeffrey Owens, who is the Cosby Show star, and we talked about the negative stigma that's placed on entrepreneurs and business owners who have to go back to work. So episode was super dope. Go back, listen to it and past shows at natashaweston.com slash podcast. And guys, don't forget, you can also drop your questions um, on that same page. There's quite a bit of things on that page that we've added in the past couple of months. Um, Another thing is if you feel like you have a business or brand that our listeners would be interested in, you can also partner with the show as well and we can help you to promote But keep in mind, you know, if you're selling tea or anything like that, that's probably not going to be beneficial for us unless it's like some magic tea that's going to allow us moms to lose all of this tummy weight. So um, (laughs) just keeping it real. All right. So go to NatashaWeston.com slash podcast. Check all of that out. Anywho. So. Since the last episode, um, I think a common thread that's been happening in my DMs has been obviously about me going back to work, my job, how am I able to juggle and balance everything now. And I spoke in a panel on Saturday and balance did come up a few times. I think it's important for us to not just think about balance, but to think more about how to not just work a job, but how to make a job work for you so that it really adds value to your life and that it eliminates stress, right? Because we all need stress relievers. The same goes for entrepreneurs. You know, if you're a full-time entrepreneur, you're running a business on or offline full-time, everything needs to have a purpose. And when I say everything, y'all, I mean everything. I'm not meeting nobody for coffee unless it has a goal. And that's not to say that you can't just mix and mingle with people just for the sake of building just a relationship, but it needs to be a method to it. Like, I can't tell y'all how many people DM me and ask to call me. Like, can you send me your number? I need to ask you something. Imagine if I gave my number to every person in my Instagram DM or on Facebook. 
I'd, ha I'd be a crazy person. I have a bad attitude all the time. And I would be no good for myself, which means I would be no good or of no value to anybody else. And so you definitely need to make sure that what you're doing has a goal. Another example, going to the monthly chamber of commerce meeting in your city. It needs to have a purpose. Are you going there to meet a specific person that you feel would be a great mentor, a great partnership in your business, someone who maybe you, you can sponsor their events because you have an end goal in mind. Everything needs to have a purpose. So let me explain it like this, right? Nothing really changes if you're working a nine to five. You just have to be more strategic in how you move, right? So for me, it's kind of like change the lens in which you view your employer. You want to see them as the client and not the boss. Stop wasting your time going to things, being around people, and making moves that don't serve your bottom line. That's like my bottom line. Let me repeat that. Stop wasting your time going to things, being around people, and making moves that do not serve your bottom line. Which brings me into today's topic, which is grind smarter, not harder. And this definitely is a testament to where I am in my current life. I get a lot of people lately DMing me, hey girl, you haven't been really on social that much or that frequently. You don't go live that much anymore. And that's because I'm grinding smarter, not harder. Just because y'all don't see me on Instagram don't mean I'm not securing the bag. That's the bottom line. Don't get it twisted, y'all. Everybody on Instagram ain't making moves or money. And so you don't want to be one of those people. So if it means you having to pull away from social media, and I keep talking about social media because that's kind of like our playground, right? That's where we all tend to congregate and meet and, and show off our shiny jewels and things like that. So that's why I always reference social media. So I'm really passionate about, and I feel like I've always kind of talked about this in a sense but really learning how to move more strategically. And this is something that obviously will not happen overnight. It's going to take a lot of trial and error on your behalf because you're going to have to figure out what works for you at the end of the day. So today I want to share with you really briefly, and I say briefly all the time. If you're a newbie, I say briefly all the time, and sometimes it's not that brief. So just bear with me. I'm going to get to the point, I promise. All right, so I want to share with you three points or three strategies, rather, or tips. Whichever one you prefer to use, just grab that one. <laughs> and these are going to be things that are going to help you to kind of shift your mindset as far as how you're moving. How are you making moves? Are your moves really effective? Are your moves really shifting the needle or moving the needle like Jerisha Hawk says all the time? The goal is to move the needle and it really doesn't matter in what area of your life you're, you're talking about. It could be spiritually, mentally, physically. The needle needs to move. The needle does not need to stay the same. So the first point I want to make is that your activity needs to bond with your end goal. Your activity needs to bond with your end goal. That means if you are on all 50 million social media sites and you have not gained a follower since December, let it go, sis. It probably is not in alignment. It probably is not bonding with your end goal. If your end goal is to become the next top party promoter in LA, and you're going to every happy hour on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it doesn't put you one step closer to becoming that party promoter, you shouldn't be going. Okay. <laughs> That's just an example. So your activity, meaning the things that you're doing every day 
needs to bond with your end goal. It needs to connect somehow, some way. And it goes back to even the coffee dates. Are you having coffee dates with individuals who um, are prospective clients, people who would be interested in your products and services? Are you going to coffee with someone who can sponsor your next event, partner with you on a big project? This is what I mean by your activity needing to bond with your end goal. I know a lot of people who go to every major conference and they are not one step closer to their bottom line this year in 2018. You don't want that to be useless, all right? So make sure your activity bonds with your end goal. And that's something that we all need to constantly evaluate is that, is my activity just busy work or is it effective work? Effective work is what moves the needle. So, you know, take a moment. This is a good time before we move into quarter four to really evaluate what am I doing every day? Even if you work a job, what am I doing in my free time? And I say free time loosely because I don't feel like anybody really has free time if you have a vision and goals to reach. So evaluate what are you doing in your free time and is that activity bonding with your bottom line or your angle? All right, second tip is learn to not just read between the lines, but make moves between the lines. Reading between the lines is just kind of, that's the, that's the lazy part of it. Making moves between the lines is those people who you're seeing actually moving, actually making a difference, actually increasing their bank account, actually impacting and influencing on levels that we only aspire to get to. So when I decided to go back to work, I knew I couldn't just go on any job, not knocking anyone's occupation or industry. I knew I couldn't go and work at a McDonald's or Burger King. That was not gonna bond with my end goal, right? So keeping it real, in my business, it seemed like I was not serving the types of clients I knew I had the ability to serve. Y'all, I knew after all of the years of experience that I've had in building my own brand and helping other people, I knew I was super valuable and I knew that I could work with and really help make a difference in larger companies and corporations. I just couldn't do it with my own one leg. I hope y'all kind of follow this analogy here, right? I couldn't do it with just one leg, that one leg being just my business, right? Now, after a few years, then yeah, possibly, but for me, it was trying to grind smarter, not harder. Okay, if I could go and devote eight hours a day, and God is good because I'm not even having to work that every day of the week. If I can go and do that and shrink down the hours that I spend in my business then and, and actually move the needle a lot quicker this year than I would if I spent the next three years trying to do it with just my one leg, that would make more sense. So I knew that there were a lot of larger companies who were generating revenue. So like the company I work for, they're making millions of dollars easily, but they could generate more revenue if they had someone like myself to join the team and focus on the brand and marketing aspect, which are my strong suits of the business. So I knew that whatever job I got, it had to match my abilities. It had to match and plug in and bond with my end goal. And when I found the job I'm on now, I don't look at my employer as my employer. I look at them as a client. So when I get up and go to work every day, it's not all I'm going to work just to get a check. No, I'm going to work to get a check, but I'm also going to work to be of value so that when I set them up properly, then I can duplicate what I've done for this company for other companies. Meanwhile, having long 
lifelong business relationships that could push my career as a brand strategist and as an entrepreneur way further than it could have if I had not pivoted and got a job to accompany my already existing business. So I hope you guys get the intensity of that strategy is that sometimes you got to go against the grain. Don't fall into this trap, which brings me into my next point of feeling like you have to follow the generic blueprint to get results. That's the biggest misconception right now with entrepreneurship and owning a business is so glamorized. And so we forget, we kind of, we don't move between the lines. We don't think, okay, if everybody's going right, that's great. I'm sure there's some commonalities there of, of, you know, if Oprah and Bill Gates did this same thing, then there's must, that must work. That's true. But we're, we're really forgetting that sometimes you have to really be very strategic and utilize where you are now to level up. So don't feel like you have to follow the generic blueprint to get results. Just because Sally and Marie are hosting brunches every quarter doesn't mean that's what you should be doing. Maybe your people will best engage with you if you create something during happy hour at your local lounge. Create something for them in that environment and then reel them into a better, quote unquote, better situation. But don't fall into the trap of thinking you need to be doing what everybody else is doing. So if you're posting on Instagram every day and it's diluting your engagement, because to be quite frank, your people either aren't aren't on Instagram three times a day to see your posts or they don't care to see anybody's posts that often, then post less frequently, but post more impactful and meaningful posts. Find out where your audience emotional trigger points are and post things that are in alignment with that. So I just started posting back on Instagram for like, it's been a week since before Saturday that I posted on my Instagram page. And I didn't lose out on no engagement or anything because I'm making sure that whatever I decide to post is resonating with my people and that you guys find value in it because that's all that matters at the end of the day. So let me ask you guys or kind of post this scenario to you. If you could grow your social media, let's just say social media is a huge part of your marketing, right? And you really need to constantly keep growing your your pages so that you can keep attracting new people and getting new eyeballs on what you're selling, right? So if you could grow your social media page by 300 more followers a month by simply hiring out a social media manager or an expert or somebody that knows about Instagram or Facebook and how to attract people and all of the algorithm and all of that, if if you could hire out someone to handle your pages, would you do that? Or would you spend the next six months to a year trying to read every doggone book on social media growth? Probably. I mean, you know, you could, and we've all been there. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. We've all been there. But realistically, if you are working a nine to five, if you're working on average eight hours a day, five days a week, 40 hours a week, or you're a very busy entrepreneur, you're really busy with clients, but you need to constantly grow your pages, you probably won't realistically have time to sit there and spend six months out of the year reading books before finding a growth solution. So to grind smarter, hire out. So it goes the same with, you know, if you can't afford to hire nobody right now, let's say you're in the beginning stages of growing something. Find somebody that's interested in what you're doing and grow with them. Hire an intern. And so that's like the bottom line is that don't 
don't get so caught up in the obvious. Go seek the not so obvious because a lot of times that's really where you're where you'll thrive the most. So that's really what I've learned um, with going back into corporate America. And the bottom line is you need to be a value wherever you are. And it's a lot of people complaining about their nine to fives. And I get it. I don't plan on being one on one for the rest of my life either. But you've got to grind smarter and not harder. And there's a lot of y'all out there grinding way too hard to get the types of results that you want. And so quick recap on the points that we just covered. The first is your activity needs to bond with your end goal. Number two, learn to not just read between the lines, but make moves between the lines. And number three, don't feel like you have to follow the generic blueprint to get results. So really quickly, our tabletop takeaway today is actually something that someone said in the office last week, and I wrote it down because I wanted to share it with you this week. And the person said, you don't change your goals to fit your behavior. You change your behavior to fit your goals. So just because you're working a nine to five and you're trying to figure out whether it be an exit strategy or whether you're trying to make more money so that having a business is worthwhile. You don't need to change your goals to do that. You need to change your behavior. And when I think behavior, I think perspective. You need to change how you move. Again, don't just read between the lines, make moves between the lines. Think about how you can be of more value where you currently stand. And I promise you guys, it makes the world of difference. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am so appreciative of you guys. Don't forget to review, subscribe, share this episode with a friend, someone who you believe is not grinding smarter, but they're grinding harder. And don't forget, we officially, as of today, have seven seats left for the Brand You Like a Boss boot camp in Charleston, October 13th. I don't want y'all to miss it. We're supposed to be doing Charlotte before the year is out, and then we're going to hit some other cities afterwards. But definitely, if you live in Charleston or can get to Charleston, I know we've got someone coming from Savannah. We've got someone coming from Virginia. So if you really are ready to move the needle and get this party started, be at the boot camp, guys, right? Be at the boot camp. So thank you so much again for listening to today's show. I hope you all have an amazing week. Hit me up on social everywhere at Official Toddy. And don't forget to sign up for my VIP list at NatashaWeston.com. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. This episode has been brought to you by our sponsor, Tot Spot Productions. Be sure to visit NatashaWeston.com to join the conversation, read the blog, and discover more content. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to the Apple Podcasts or Google Play app and subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until next time.